And welcome back to another Detroit Pierce. We got a packed show for you. We got MLB. We got NBA. We got NCAA basketball. We got everything. It's going to be a fun, fun show. And it was a busy, busy week right before the best week in sports and the best month in sports. So we're going to start it off with NCAA basketball. Biggest game today, obviously, Michigan at Michigan State. The second time they faced off, what, this week? This we- had this week, the last seven days, not eight days? It was huge. Michigan took the first game, dominated the whole entire way. Then Michigan State played with pride. They beat Michigan today. Cementing Michigan State, in my mind, into the tournament. Win, lose, or draw against Rutgers, or I guess it would be uh, it would be Rutgers because right now Maryland was beating Penn State last time I saw. They're in. They're in the tournament. They're good. They're solid, and they're playing the right way at the right time. Did I not call it, by the way, that Michigan State would make a run and make it to the tournament? I called it. I called it weeks ago, by the way. Michigan State's in. Look, if you're a Michigan fan coming in today, all right, you hate losing to Michigan State, right? But even though Michigan lost to Michigan State, they're clearly a one seed. The NCAA is set up in this very interesting tier system, I think. I think in tier one, you have Gonzaga and Baylor. Baylor dominated Texas Tech. Whenever Baylor wanted to score, they scored against Texas Tech. Then, then there's Michigan, all by its lonesome, right there. And then... There's just this group of teams, Illinois, Iowa, West Virginia, Ohio State, Alabama, uh, Houston, Florida State. Then there's that, and then and I'll throw Kansas in there. Then there's that tier of teams that are just not better than, than those three teams. Illinois is just going to happen to be the one seed there. They are. Well, I guess Illinois and I are gonna play, Iowa are going to play in the Big Ten cha- uh, uh, championship not the championship, but they're going to play in the Big Ten tournament. And that'll probably be for the one seed. But Illinois did beat Iowa earlier this year, so you can probably bet Illinois is going to beat Iowa. But college basketball is in an interesting scenario where they have two really juggernaut teams, then Michigan, (laughs) and then any of those teams can really play. I've tweeted out multiple times that I think Illinois, when they care, which is a huge caveat, watched every single second of Illinois basketball. I grew up an Illinois fan. I am an Illinois basketball fan. When they care, and Io cares, and Kofi Coburn cares, they're, they're one of the most talented teams, if not the best team in the country. But then you've got a lot of question marks outside of that. Villanova, everybody's hurt. You can't trust Villanova. Houston barely beat Memphis today. Alabama can barely uh, barely beat Georgia the other day. Ohio State's stumbling and bumbling. West Virginia just got beat by Oklahoma State without Cade Cunningham. Is Arkansas the real deal? SEC stinks. Florida State, are they the real deal? I, there's just a lot of question marks. And with all of those question marks, with everything that's going on, even though with that tier system, I truly, truly think we're going to have one of the most fun NCAA tournaments to date. It's going to be crazy. There's two teams that can, there's three teams who can clearly win the national championship. And then about 20 teams who are like, you know what? 
we're going to get hot. You can't tell me you can't see Purdue beating Gonzaga. Anything's possible. Anything is possible this year. It's 2021. Well, I mean, it's the runover of 2020 into the 2021 season. Not anything's possible. Texas Tech kept with Baylor until Baylor woke up. Anything is possible. But with all that being said, you got to take Gonzaga and you got to take Baylor and maybe you take Michigan to win the national championship. I'm, I love Illinois, but I, I can't bet on them. But, you know, don't color me surprised if we have a year like we did a couple years ago where you have VCU and Loyola uh, Chicago in the Final Four. Loyola Chicago actually makes some sense. I mean, they, they can fill it up. They can fill it up. But going on to this really big pain point that I've been harping on for a long time. I don't think I've said this on the podcast about college basketball. Jay Billis tweeted earlier today that Wisconsin and Iowa is conclusive proof that replay review is out of control and that change is required. College basketball has the worst replay officiating in sports. It is ridiculous how long they take. They ruin games. They truly ruin games. At times, at the when it comes down to the waning minutes, they ruin games. They replay it. They they're seeing. Oh, we gotta we gotta slow it down. Mike, we gotta see the microseconds and see if the ball spinning. Make the call. If you can't make the call within a minute, move on. The other thing that I have a big problem with, and I think a lot of people uh, will disagree with me, but when there's a buzzer beater. And it is clear as day that the guy gets it and it's out of his hands. The Villanova game, the Villanova National Championship comes to mind. Kid shoots it clearly out of his hands. You know what the refs do immediately? They wave everybody off the court. They they tell everybody to calm down and they review it for a minute and they ruin that moment for those kids. College basketball refs are the worst ref in sports. And if you are listening to this right now, and you have another if you have another sport, slide in my DMs. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear another sport that's worse. Maybe soccer. Somebody somebody's gonna come up to me and be like, Whoa, soccer refs are the worst. They've it's a tough gig, all right. But look, in the waning seconds of the Iowa Wisconsin game, the NCAA officials needed multiple instant replay checks, and when it was all said and done, the final minute of gameplay took 20 minutes to complete 20 minutes you're ruining the game you're ruining the game by over analyzing it who touched the ball last how many seconds are left i get it that it's important but you're ruining the game for everyone make a call and let's move on You're never going to have a perfect system. You're never going to have a perfect game. There are going to be mistakes. There's been mistakes for billions of years. I think we can handle another one, especially in a Wisconsin-Iowa game. Jeez Louise. But, yeah, that's my one one beef, and it's not going to change. It's not – no way. It's not like they're going to say, oh, you know what? The Detroit Pierce podcast said that we need to – no, I get it. But just my one complaint – with college basketball is that the refs are horrible and they always ruin it. Always ruin it. All right, going on to the next subject, NBA tonight's the all-star game. But more importantly for the Pistons, 
Blake Griffin is no longer a Piston. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I, he has how many more years left? Three? He's going to be the sixth man for the Nets? Now he just goes on to this long list of people. Justin Verlander, Matt Stafford, just to name a few. Where now I'm, I'm rooting for him to win a championship. I don't care that I'm supposed to hate the Nets. I'm rooting for Blake Griffin to win the NBA Finals now. I hope he does. He, he carried us at times. He carried us to the playoffs, and he played when he shouldn't have in the playoffs, and then we got swept, but that's not the point. At least he played. He gave his heart to this team. He gave his heart to the city. He gave his heart to us. He doesn't deserve to be on a team that's that's tanking. He deserves to be on a team. He got his money. I'm happy for him. He got his money, left town. Now he's now he picked his next spot, and he's... I hope he's happy. He's a great man, great guy. I love Blake, and uh, I I hope I hope he wins the NBA Finals. I really do. I love that guy, Blake. Hope you win Blake of the Year. But you, let me tell you something. Congratulations, going to the Nets. I hope you I hope you figure it out, baby. I really do, and I think he still has a little bit of tank. I think he's got a little gas in the tank, a little bit. He's got three more years, I think. Of just good play. Not going to be a starter. Not going to be an all-star. But good, solid, off-the-bench role. Maybe maybe start for like uh, the Atlanta Hawks or something like that. A good, solid team. But, all-star game tonight. Right? All-star games tonight. What's going on? What, what am I expecting out of the Pistons for the second half? Nothing different. Not a single thing is going to be different. We're going to suck. We're going to tank. I'm watching Cade Cunningham. I'm watching Mobley from USC. We're going to suck. But it's going to be fun. At least we're going to have fun. We've had fun in the first half. I think it's going to be a carbon copy where we just have a lot of fun. We win some games that we're not supposed to, and we lose a lot. That's what's going to happen. And I'm okay with that. Maybe maybe in some weird timeline, <laughs> Detroit wins the damn lottery. Oh, my God. And we get Cade Cunningham. That guy's the real deal. Mobley's good. Suggs. Shoot, I'd even take Suggs. He takes over Hayes' spot a little bit. But Cade Cunningham, is, it's it's Cade Cunningham or bust, honestly. I don't know. There's a G League player that I don't know much about. I need to do a little bit more research when it comes time. But Cade Cunningham, from what I've seen, is the real, real, real deal. All right, moving on to our final subject, uh, MLB, Tigers, spring training baseball. The Tigers are 5-2. and two. <laughs> The Tigers are 5-2. and two. We're taking it seriously. 5-2. and two. We might win the Grapefruit League. Might be big. Get a nice trophy. Maybe that's what Al Avila has been trying to do his whole entire career. It would explain something, I guess, of all of the decisions he's ever made. Grapefruit League champs. I wonder what that trophy looks like. But yeah, five and two. Some positives. Boyd looked good the other day. That's we look solid. We just look solid. All right. I here's a stat. Here's a stat for you. Other than five and two, that you should make you feel positive about AJ Hinge and where he's taking us. 
just not even just this year, but maybe for for him as the manager. All right, Motor City, Motor City Bengals tweeted this out. Here's a fun stat. In 2020, the Tigers drew in spring training 44 walks total throughout the whole entire spring training. Already, the Tigers have had 40 walks on base percentage. Get on base. They're going to get on base. It's going to be, the offense is going to be a little bit better. I don't, that's Moneyball. That's that's Moneyball, baby. Get on base. How do how do you get on base? Make some make some noise on the bags. It's a very small thing. I, I look. I, I'm I'm diving into walk stats. I'm 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 trying to find any silver lining here, right? But hey, it's that's a number that's growing. That's a number I feel good about. Getting on base, getting walks. I'm trying to find any silver lining for this team. I think it's going to be a bad year. It's not going to be pretty, but I think we're we're taking the next step. We're taking AJ Hinch is obviously making this team better every single day in spring training. I truly think so, and I think I think he was such a great hire. It was so perfect, such a great hire, AJ Hinch. Perfect hire. I don't care that he cheated for the Astros. I really don't. I'm an Astros guy now. I'm hoping they win the World Series this year. That's what happens when you put a bet on them. I put a $10 bet on the Astros and win the World Series, and I bought an Astros 20, a hat for $20. Anyway, so that was my little, <laughs> little you know, fork in the road I decided to take there. All right. But finally, time for final thoughts. All right. Today, Monday, starts the best week and the best month of the sports year. NCAA conference basketball, NCAA tournament, Masters, it's all oh, it, the players championships this weekend. NBA's back, NHL's on, MLB starting to warm up, got spring training baseball. The best week and the best month of the sports year is right here right now. Also as my birthday week, so I'm turning 26. But hey, I'm not saying that I was born on the most perfect week ever, but some are saying. Some are saying that March 13th is the start of the best month ever. I I didn't say that, but some are. Some are. I I there's it's hard to argue that March 13th isn't the absolute pinnacle of sports. That's where sports begins every year. <laughs> All right, um, little housekeeping to end the show. I'm going to be in Chicago uh, da, 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 during the NCAA tournament. Very excited. We're going to be. I'm, I hope. I hope I can do some live streams. I'm going to be at a bachelor party in Chicago. Hopefully, we're going to be doing some live streams next Sunday. We'll have a show talking about Selection Sunday. Wednesday, I think we'll have a show. Uh, I figured I didn't do a show on Wednesday because I had a special episode with my sister. If you didn't go listen to that, it's a great insight of who I am. Um, on what this podcast is about um it's great it's probably my favorite episode so far was the one with my sister and i i'm talking to my dad about doing one i think that'd be pretty funny so we've got a lot of cool things planned can't wait to uh can't wait to do some more stuff we've got some great stuff down the pike and uh yeah slide into my dms if you want me to talk about anything else and i appreciate you guys as always listening and watching 
and have a great Monday. We've got a mock draft Monday coming up. Look up, look out for my Twitter. Looking forward to doing that. So God bless. Go Detroit sports. <laughs>